0: you're trying to build your business, you're testing out marketing ideas, you're trying lots of things. But how do you know if it's working? Marketing is the process of testing and measuring, testing and measuring. And then once you've measured, working out what's actually delivering results. Is it bringing in money? Is it growing your business? Is it worth the time, energy and effort you are investing in it? And working out which of these marketing mini experiments best builds your business. Then we double down on the ones that actually make a difference. Marketing is a journey to work out what works best. Join Adam and I as we talk about marketing mini experiments and how to build businesses. The extraordinary belongs to those that created. Rebelling against business plans and debt Rebelling against what society expects of us. To build cool businesses, make money, have fun and do good. Let's create something extraordinary together. Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur. So welcome back to The Rebel Entrepreneur podcast. I have with me Adam of Craft Box Club. And this is Marketing Mini Experiments. Part three, we are deep in the marketing mini-experiments now, aren't we, Adam?
1: Indeed, I'm back. Welcome back to the lab.
0: <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> yeah. I do feel like it is a lab at sometimes We should have some of those beakers and some different things and be cooking up experiments and wandering around setting things on fire.
1: Yes, absolutely. I think my, my first act uh, of, of setting up the business uh, actually was to buy a lab coat. Um what's we'll it <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know suits perfectly it was it was lab coats to get covered in paint but um i should i should I should be wearing it really, maybe next time we'll
0: please get the can lab you send me out. a picture of you in a lab coat, maybe with a paintbrush, and that will be the cover art for this episode I think that would be absolutely <laughs> brilliant uh <laughs> Done. but the concept of mini experiments is. Even if you've got an existing business, it's you want to keep trying new things. Because if your business stagnates, if you stop growing, if you stop having experiments, you stop making progress. So I don't care whether you've got a brand new business and you're trying stuff, whether you've got a business that's one year old, two year old, five year old. You want to try things. And even even my business, the Rebel Business School, we... We are eight, nine, ten years old now. And this year, we tried a new experiment where we tried, we came up with a new product. We put it out in the marketplace. We asked people to buy, and it was a mini experiment. If they didn't buy, we would have pretended it never happened. Uh, if they did buy, we were going to roll it out and put it out into the world. And I think every business goes through this phase of we'll try this and see if it works, we'll try this and see if it works. The difference is with an existing business, you have a core engine and it's that engine that needs to keep running and keep producing the cash because you don't want to kill the golden goose just by chasing the new all the time. Especially if you're like my business partner, Simon and I, that get excited by the shiny. We get excited by the new Adam. We get excited by the shiny and then we go off and do that rather than keeping the engine that's actually funding the business going um so how excited by new are you versus doing the uh, normal Adam?
1: Um I I'm I th- I'm kind of all about the new and you know, new buttons <laughs> to press and toys to play with and all Uh-oh. that kind of stuff. <laughs> um yeah, that's that's all really good fun. Um and I love diving into exploring new things. And my really my whole business is set up so that I can learn a new thing every month. That's, you know, I, I learn a new craft and then tell people about it. So that's, you know, that, that was that was on my list for things that I wanted I wanted to do with business and life and everything. Um, but what I've, I think sort of referring back to what you were saying, what I'm trying to do with the mini experiments is I'll try something and then if it works, I'll try and sort of incorporate it into a process that's then built into what I'm doing. Um, and then, yeah, if it doesn't work... Just you know, <laughs> pretend it wasn't there. Ignore it. Move on. <laughs> do something else. Um, but I'm, yeah. As as I'm moving along, I'm just trying to make sure that I put this in in place as a as a thing that's going to continue, rather than oh yeah, that worked, and then I forget about it and don't do it for another three months. You know, a lot of these things have got to be done continuously to really work.
0: Exactly. And that's the difference between the engine that sort of drives the business and the experiments that you do at the top. And if one of the experiments works, it's almost like you can add a turbo booster to the engine or you can add a different piece (laughs) to the engine or whatever. Like maybe my analogy isn't working, but I think you get what I mean. It's the extra piece that runs it. Um, So we did, we had three different things at the end of the last. Uh, podcast that we were going to look at. You were going to run version two of the Facebook ad. Uh, We were going to do a little bit more about mailing lists and segments and coming up with uh, a way to execute and start the plan on the mailing list with regular connection with different segments. And the third was the influencer link building project. So choosing the Instagram ones with websites, seeking out the people, the right articles and that stuff. So those were the three things. Um, it's been about three weeks since we've spoken how's it gone what have you been up to have you had a go have you not tell me all
1: <laughs> well three weeks just disappears doesn't it <laughs> it <amazing>. flies by <laughs> can't believe it's been three weeks so yeah i've i've uh i've definitely had a crack at some of those should we start with facebook
0: oh yes why not let's go straight into the megaloth. <laughs> Mega I've made up a new word. Let's go straight into Facebook and find out what happened there.
1: Okay. All right. Good stuff. So I think we're, where we where we started with this was I'd, I'd sort of dabbled in this for a while and, and not made any progress whatsoever. Last time we spoke, I, w- I was very pleased to at least have made some sales. Um, yes. But uh, I ended up um, at a kind of net loss um, overall. Um, this time around, the shall I go in with the result or what I what I what I did uh, differently Come on, this tell, time?
0: Tell us what you did differently and then let's build up. Tease me, Adam. Tease me with the results. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's it. Um, I always I've got a on a bit of a tangent. I. Uh, <laughs> That, that's how I, I naturally like to, to sort of communicate is to sort of tease the story out. And I, remember I wonder where that you were going is, with this... that statement. <laughs> I really did wonder where
0: you were going. I was worried for a second. You know, this is a fairly oh, PC podcast. Yeah, uh, you don't
1: no. want, want to have to, to, to put the warning on the beginning of this one. <laughs> it should be okay. But I know I remember going to my, my first sort of corporate job and being told off all the time for not just telling people the message before all of the teasing. And I, you know, I, that that's very disappointing for me. I want to I want to bring people along for the story first before before rebe- re- revealing the surprise. So I'm well, actually, that actually, can do that.
0: What I found out in education is that if you do not do that, it doesn't work. So if you just deliver the end message, people go, oh, "Okay, that makes sense," and then they'll never do anything about it. If you show them the journey, the pain, the thinking the ups and downs then they will actually understand why and if you don't understand why you never follow through to the how so i actually think what we have discovered at uh, rebel business school is that it's an essential part of the journey like if you're teaching business you go okay the answer is just sell and then people <laughs> go uh, And then they don't do it because they don't understand why they'll just go back to writing business plans and taking loans in financial independence. You go, the answer is just invest in a Vanguard index fund. Tick. And people go "Uh," and then they don't do it. It's like if you jump to the end, people haven't come on the journey and they haven't experienced the ups, the downs, the pain, the interesting bit to actually get to the result at the end so i think it's actually a really important Mm. piece and that's part of this coaching series so if you're listening to this right now like this is really important come on the journey experience the ups and downs then you'll understand why and then you'll actually be able to implement it so enough tell us let's start (laughs) what did you do differently
1: okay so the the first time uh i I think main the main thing i've done is is shift the audience so we could do a Mm -hmm. fair test so i've kept all of the creative stuff like the video and a fair bit of the messaging, the same. Um, what I changed was I've moved away from um, kind of doing the clever thing, <laughs> which yes. is you can base an audience based on your, um, your existing customers. Yeah. Um, so I did that last time and it, it worked, it worked fairly well this time. I've just um, based the audience off um, uh, their interests so you can basically go into Facebook ad manager and select, um, a load of interest. So I've just basically found people who like crafts, uh, <laughs> as, simple, as simple as that. Um, uh, yeah. And, and gone with that, uh, I've, I've also, um, changed the message a little bit towards individual kits rather okay. than, um, rather than setting the subscription straight away. Cool. Um, yeah, but I, I, the the sort of thinking behind that was that you know if somebody's never never heard about what I'm doing at all, it might be a bit of a step for them to imagine that they'll go straight into a subscription, but they might want to try an individual kit.
0: Yes, and maybe we keep the subscription advert if this works in the long run for Christmas time when it's people buying subscriptions and they do want to buy a substantial subscription for someone for a present. Whereas if you're doing it for yourself, you might want to test one out and then you go, if I like it, I'll come back for the subscription. So I think that makes sense. I just, yeah, let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater yet. The subscription stuff still might work, but it might be a time of year thing or it might be a different focus. Cool. So those are the changes. The changes are we changed the audience so we had interests, not existing customers, and we changed the focus of the ad to individual kits rather than subscriptions.
1: Yeah, that's it. What was the budget? A a small tweak. So the the, the budget was about the same. So I went with £10 a day, and what I'm doing is I'm running them at the ads at the end of the month with an offer that expires at the end of the month. Um, so people have a limited amount of time to take advantage of that offer. Love that. Um, on the, not on Facebook itself, but actually on, on the, the offer, I changed that a bit. So last time we talked about the fact that I was, I was, uh, that the offer was only on one particular product this time, the offer was across the, the whole of the website. So Ooh. people could, um, it, it, it was easier for people to, to follow that through. So I, I felt like maybe. Um, last time people, people were clicking through to the website and people were actually starting the checkout process because you can see that on Facebook, but I was worried that people were getting yes. to the, the end and then realizing, Oh, I can't use the offer. I won't bother. Yeah. Um, so this time was much easier and there was also a, like a, a banner on the website, which reminded people of the offer code, so ah. it was really, really easy to cut, to, to go through all of those steps. Awesome. Yeah so the the, uh, the the total spend was
0: 74 pounds 74 pounds and how many people got to your website from that 74 pounds uh, Well let's start at the very top how many people saw the advert how
1: many people saw the advert
0: um
1: i was trying to pull these figures out and I, for comparison but i couldn't actually um get them for last time it was it was a few thousand anyway um yeah, it was a few thousand who came to the website.
0: That's for this time or last time?
1: It it, it was about so I I don't have it written down for last time, but and and I couldn't it, for some reason on ads manager it's all zeroed out again for last time. I've got I've got the um, the figures for this time somewhere, but I I couldn't do the comparison.
0: Okay, tell me the figures for this time. Um, right. and I'm wondering, did I write down the figures for this <laughs> time?
1: Alright. We have numbers. Perfect. So the the total reach was uh, seven thousand three
0: hundred. Ooh, okay, so seven thousand three hundred people saw the advert or scrolled past it.
1: Yeah. Uh I, what I'll tell you what though, this is uh this is something that I'm I'm not totally sure on. So reach was seven thousand. Um, Impressions was almost Uh, 11,000. So what's the difference there?
0: So the impressions is the number of times it's been shown. The reach is the number of people. So 7,300 people have seen it 11,000 times. So some of them have seen it more than once. And I don't know if you've experienced this on Facebook. You see an ad one day and if you click on it and maybe look at it, they'll show it to you again the next day and the next day and the next day. Um, I'm one reach, but I've had five impressions because I've interacted with it and they think I'm likely to buy. So that's the difference between reach and impressions.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Uh, And then the total number of clicks was 400.
0: Okay, that's good. So clicks, 400. And I'm wondering whether that's clicks on the advert within Facebook or clicks that actually go through to the website.
1: Yeah. Um, I can turn on some extra things uh, like checkouts. Let's have a look at checkouts. There's going to be, it's going to be a bit of dead air in this, <laughs>
0: this section
1: while I, will I click on stuff. Oh, I've got landing page views. That's good.
0: Oh, tell me that.
1: That's what we want, isn't it? And then yeah. we also want value and of checkouts purchases will be should good.
0: Be written down and value of purchases. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Landing page views three hundred and fifty.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Um, yeah. So then the, the, the total amount from the purchases was
0: 135 pounds. Ooh. So we sold 135 pounds worth of kits. Yeah. Okay. So the very top-line figure is we spent 74 on adverts and we took in £135 of sales. Do you know your profitability on each kit? Do you know roughly what that is?
1: Yeah, so it's, it's, it's roughly 50%, but um, uh, 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 quite a lot of the, the, the purchases were on older stock um, so it's, you know, it's some kits that I've, I kind of needed a shift. So, uh, <laughs> that, that, um, yeah, they, these, you know, those purchases sort of helped me out a bit more than, um, than other ones. Um, and so, there's, you know, more sunk cost in those ones, but yeah, it's, it's, it's about 50% is
0: the margin. So actually what we've got here is you've broken even way. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Give That's take. phenomenal. <laughs>
1: I, I I mean yeah I'm pretty happy with that. Um, it's it's a hell of a lot of progress. And then there's a you know there's a lot of people who talk about doing Facebook adverts and and um, break even's meant to almost be like the, the holy grail. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Isn't that interesting? Which, which yeah. sounds
1: mad. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty good. Um, and then also you know, we kind of. Uh, that's how we touched on the lifetime value of the customer say so if i can get somebody to buy another thing or sign up to a subscription or something then this you know becomes much better than break even all of a sudden
0: i think this is incredible this is fantastic it's driving people to your website you're learning your people are seeing your website seeing your kits they're getting out there we're getting exposure and we're shifting old kits we're shifting old stock and Like, I know we haven't made any money on this yet, but I see so many positives. And I think one of the things, Adam, is people don't get excited enough sometimes. They're like, I made one sale and I made one pound and they're very disappointed. (laughs) I'm like, well, if you've made one sale and you've made one pound, if we do more, you can make two sales and make two pounds and we're on the right track. (laughs) And if you look at last time, you spent uh, 63 pounds on the adverts and you took £74 revenue Uh, so you said you'd lost £24 on the initial Facebook adverts, this time you've broken even Uh, next time, if we keep the trend going, we might actually make a profit and get customers and we're building our mailing list which then we can sell more to, so this is fantastic, we're on the right journey and you're never going to get it perfect first time or (laughs) second or third or fourth yeah
1: yeah, no, it's definitely a learning experience, and it's at, at the moment apart from my time, it's and it's and now that I've got the process for this set up and the video done and everything, it's actually not taking much of my time every month, um, to to make those gradual improvements. So yeah, I feel like this is going quite well. Well, what I haven't mentioned about the the advert this time is that um, I got more uh engagement on there, so I got some current customers. Ooh. Very proudly talking about the fact that they had signed up already.
0: That's <laughs> saying, awesome. I'm
1: really enjoying my kit. Sort of comments on on the advert. Uh, That's which, awesome. Which is pretty cool. And then there was <laughs> somebody left a comment saying, "I really must get one of these kits for my for my YouTube channel." So I commented back, going, "Do it, <laughs> do it." <laughs> <laughs> and they just replied, "Lols." And I thought, you know it you you can do it i believe in your ability to buy one of these kids have you checked out
0: their youtube channel
1: (laughs) no they didn't say what it was Uh, that's as far as i got with them um and send them
0: another message now send them a message now and say what's your youtube (laughs) channel send me a link i'd love to see what you do
1: i've been trying to to find it so when you stop the advert it's quite hard to it's like it ceases to exist uh... So I I can't find the um the name and and there was no address for the YouTube it is that a YouTube channel, oh. um so yeah they they seem a bit lost um which is a bit frustrating.
0: Can you not find the original post? You can't find the post.
1: I I feel like if I start the advert running again for ten minutes, I might be able to um get to it and then it will still have the comments on it. I, I might just have to do that. It's, you know, it's, it's somewhere, somewhere in the, the big Facebook brain somewhere. <laughs> yes.
0: It's somewhere in the brain there somewhere. It's a little bit annoying playing with this stuff. They don't exactly make it easy for you sometimes. Um, but that's fantastic. So two questions for you. Question one, what have you learnt? Question two, what are you going to do different for this month's Facebook experiment? So, uh, yeah. What have you learnt from this little mini experiment on Facebook ads?
1: So, um, in addition to running the the Facebook adverts, I've uh, I was also monitoring people's activity on the website this time, to see what they did when they when they got there, um. And I, I've used there's a there's a few different um websites and, and products you can use for this, but I've used one called Hotjar, um. Ooh. And I've it's a like a two week free trial, so I just used the free trial loads while I was running this advert. Awesome. Um, and you can see where people are, are scrolling and clicking when they come through from the ad. Wow. Um, and, I, and I had a um, a, a sort of heart wrenching moment where you can see somebody click through all the way through to, to checking out. Uh, and then on my subscription um, sign up, there's a little drop down box that asks you whether you're in the UK or, or worldwide. And yep. people, so there, were, there were people clicking on checkout. And if you don't say whether you're UK or worldwide, the error message says "product unavailable," and then it says, "Please choose your you know, where you are in the UK," or you know, "Please make oh, make no. your your selection." So I can completely see somebody clicking on that. It's saying "product unavailable," and then not reading the rest of it because you wouldn't, um, and then just going, "Oh well, this is rubbish and it's broken." Um,
0: oh
1: no! So yeah. Uh, it, it's it's something that I've wanted to change for a while, but just seeing that <laughs> it's just uh, you know it's heartbreaking seeing somebody who wants to buy the thing disappear. Um, so I've I've done a bit of cleverness on the website behind the scenes so that that doesn't happen anymore. So it automatically picks whether you're UK or worldwide, and and it is it's to change the, the postage on that. Yes, um, so that just happens now. Um, so hopefully that will will mean that people will um will, will be able to sign up much easier.
0: So that's incredibly valuable to know that to have seen it and then to change it. In the future it is heart wrenching because that one person has gone, and let's not think about anyone else that's disappeared over the years. But. Uh, Going forwards, this is a really important thing to know, to fix. And you would never know unless you had that. Okay, cool. So we've had some development of the website, which is actually learning from the traffic and learning. And I think this is the key bit for all of us doing this stuff, is there's no point just throwing money into a Facebook ad and seeing whether it, like, did I get any sales or not? We need to actually understand the process through. From seeing the ad, to clicking on the page, to clicking through to the checkout, to clicking through to fill out their credit card details, to go all the way through. Because people might be dropping off at all different stages through there. Uh, And if you don't analyze the Google Analytics, uh, use something like Adam said with the hot jar thingy, uh, look at the Facebook stats. How do you even know where the problem is to be able to fix it? You just wouldn't, would you?
1: No, that's it. I mean, as much as you can kind of go through it and test it yourself, you know, I'm just too close to it. You know, I, I know how you're meant to order, you know, <laughs> um, so so if you know, if there's an error message, you know, I wouldn't even see that error message when I was going through it. Um, yeah. So that's really valuable. Uh, another thing that I got specifically from tracking what people were doing on the website was that a lot of people go to look at the um, the About Us and the My Story part of the website, Ooh, which is okay. more than I thought that they would. I thought a lot of people would click through to, you know, they'd see a few kits and they'd buy or not. Um, but actually that About Us section is, is more important than I thought. So that's something that I need to
0: develop. I think that's very interesting. Then we can start to think about the development of that page and even the flow through of the about page, and how does it drive people onto the next step? So if they've come through the advert, looked at the product, then check about, does the about page flow back down, and they go, okay, I've learned more about Adam, he seems like a nice guy, uh, seems like a good product, does it then take them back to, like here's this month's offer, or here's this, and take them back to the product? Or sometimes I've gone to the About page and clicked through, lost my place, and then just leave at that point. Uh, and it's trying to fix those gaps. So that's really interesting, which actually sort of ties into what John Card was saying on the episode about the story and the why you're doing that and developing those pages. Cool. That's a really good learning. So we've had two very good learnings out of using the Hotjar software.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. And it's it's definitely one of those things that um, that could get very addictive, because it, it literally play, <laughs> plays you video after video of of your visitors, which is, is you know about four hundred. So wow. I, I think I'm I'm you know for for as well as financial reasons and the reasons of sanity, I'm staying with the with the free trial and, uh, <laughs> and you know I might might come back in in a bit. But I think if I signed up for it, I'd be permanently watching it.
0: Yeah no let's let's do this let's get some learning fix some stuff and then do another experiment later yes definitely
1: yeah so I I think for the next experiment uh because I I think, wanna this, um... well, you. You... <laughs> I think we want to carry on with this
0: well that's a question for you you I think we want to carry on with this Alan do we want to carry on with this I don't know group decision well it's a question <laughs> for you um. I know what my answer would be, but like, yeah. How do you feel about it? Do you still have energy? Are you still pumped? Do you feel like you're on the right direction?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, I've, I've yeah, I've got the energy, and I feel I feel like it's it's you know it's not it's not spending because I'm breaking even. I'm not losing any money to to um, to keep learning, so that works for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and if we can get it to slightly profitable next time. Uh, And we haven't even taken into consideration the lifetime value of clients. Um, You know, if you've had individual kits and you've sold six of them and one of them goes on to a subscription, suddenly you haven't broken even. You've made money and have a permanent customer that's excellent. So, yeah, like we've broken even on the surface. We haven't dug in to see what happens over the longer term. So I think for me, this feels like a very successful second test and warrants further exploration.
1: (laughs) Yes, indeed. Um, So I I wanted to to look into different audiences next time. Okay. Um, Because the going up to all people who like crafting from people who are like my current customers was quite a big jump.
0: So I wanted to
1: start to to narrow it down a little bit. Um, So what I want to do next time is uh have people who like crafting and environmentalism which is a category on um on facebook and meditation and then try Mm. and uh, i'll I'll keep the same video because it is quite um in line with you know environmentalism and, and meditation it's quite sort of relaxing um and just change the message a little bit towards chill out and relax um which is you know sort of changing the words towards people who like meditation a little bit more
0: i love it so we're going to do that um are you able to choose several different audiences and test a few different versions at the same time to see which one works best
1: uh so i am so that that's another thing that came up from this last month actually i i i um, had three audiences, so it was the the people who'd been to the website, then the list based on an audience based on customers, and then crafters, and uh, Facebook just pretty much immediately discounts the ones that the smaller audiences. Um, okay. So they yeah only spends a fraction of the budget on those. So it's it's like it's going well if you really want me to have a go with <laughs> with these ones, I will, but not going to get you anywhere. Um. So you you can do that testing, but I think because the budget's relatively small, I don't think you you actually end up getting much from it because Facebook just discounts them from the get-go, Okay. which is a bit frustrating. Um, Well, then
0: what I'd be actually saying then is like have two separate ads. So it's not comparing audiences. Because if you're sharing the same budget across those, it'll pick the biggest budget to spend, the biggest audience to spend the budget as quickly as possible. Have a separate one where you test being to the website and customers and run the advert directly on them. And then, well, they've got no choice but to spend the money on that audience they can't just flow it into another one. So I would say have a go separately and see what works there. Because if Facebook is looking along and they go tiny audience, tiny audience crafters around the world, that's millions of them. I can flow all of the money and spend it very quickly there and we'll get a whole host of data and we'll learn. So like it would make sense to me to do that. But I okay. think you need to force Facebook to do yeah. it to the small audiences and it has no option but to spend your money on those yeah. audiences if you don't give it an option. So I would do an experiment with the broader audience as a separate one and your being to the website customer audiences as okay. a separate one, because I think that would be interesting to know the difference.
1: Okay, yeah, that's a good point. That makes sense.
0: So what else are we going to change for this upcoming version?
1: Um, I, I feel like the difference in the audience and a slight change in the message might be enough because um, you know, it sort of feels like we're on the right track. I had another idea that was um, pitching the advert and, and I could change the advert towards um, a focus on one individual kit. So okay. at the moment it's, it's showing six different kits and it's saying we've got lots of different kits. Um, but I wonder if uh, you know I did the one that was that said this is the painting kit for people that like painting or something. Um, maybe that's that's a better way to go.
0: But that I sounds like a quite, a,
1: quite a big change in um, the in the overall, uh, yeah, in the overall way, way of setting. And then you're getting people who like individual crafts but maybe won't pick up a subscription.
0: Um, Well, I think let's hold that idea, put it on the someday maybe list and keep going down the track we're going to and then see about that next. I think just hold that idea. Uh, I think there's something there because if you can find someone who's into crafting and into painting and into environmentalism, which given the size of the audiences, they will be there, that exists. And then you can get them in with painting, which is specific, and then hook them in the crafting in general, that is possible. That is absolutely possible. Uh, so I think we just need to uh, have a test later on. But at the moment, we're not far enough down that list of tests to be going to that level, I think. Yeah. Um, if I can suggest, the other thing I would be doing is just working on the About page and the My Story page a little bit to get yeah. that to the next level. Because I think any of those tweaks that can help us get to the next level for this advert to... Tram- to uh, not transform, what's the word, to convert, I think will be fantastic. So if we can enhance those pages, think about the flow down the page, where it ends up, and then how it feeds back into the sales process. That should strengthen our overall close rate, especially now you've seen that people are checking you out online, Adam. <laughs> yes,
1: indeed. Indeed. Yeah, I I do worry that they're just scared of my face when they get to the about page and uh, and leave. (laughs) Um, But no, most most people manage to scroll past uh, without closing the browser.
0: (laughs) Well, I think it's good to have your face because one of the things we say, Andrew, cut that out. One of the things we say at Rebel Business School is lots of the talk is, are you business to consumer or are you business to business? And we kind of say, forget all of that. You're person to person because it is people that are buying your stuff. They're not consumers. They're real life people and people buy from people. They want to see who is this person. Do I connect with them? Do I engage with them? Do they bring me in? Do I believe in what they believe? Is it interesting? And people buy from people. So if they can see who you are and the data is showing they're checking out who you are. So let's show them who you are and then they'll get engaged and see. Um, and we just need to develop that page. So I would have some fun with it.
1: Excellent. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm on it.
0: It's Excellent. on the list. And if you're listening to this right now, you can go to craftboxclub. is it com or co.uk, Adam? It is both. It is both. Look at you taking over the world. I love it. So go to Craft Box Club, check out Adam's My Story page and About page. And if you have any thoughts, comments, ideas, uh, we are always open to them because we are not the sole arbiter of ideas of excellent business. Some of you listening might even be better than we are at this. Uh, (laughs)
1: Almost certainly. (laughs) Almost certainly. There'll be someone out there.
0: There's and lots of people out there.
1: <laughs> and if, uh, if, if anybody does want to leave a comment, there's a Messenger button on the website. So you can talk directly to me on, on Messenger if you go to club, craftboxclub.com.
0: And Adam is one of the most responsive people on Messenger I've ever met in my life. Uh, I do wonder <laughs> if you ever leave the house at some point, Adam. Um, but send him a message. Send us a message. We'd love to know. So let's move on. So there's the Facebook adverts. Um What's the most important thing we need to talk about for the remainder of this episode this week, Adam? What's the What's the thing you've really been thinking about, worrying about? What's top of mind?
1: Well, so uh, I've been spending a lot of time on the on the mailing list, um, and uh, I yeah, it, like you said, it's it's people to people business. So I've been specifically emailing individual people on the main list um, and trying to get back in touch with them. Um, that's, that's something though. So what, what I've built now is I've got a, a weekly plan for each month. So the first one is um, talk to uh, previous customers. So people who, who aren't customers at the moment, but they bought something or they've said they'll be back or, or something like that. Yeah. So I, I do a, a mail out to everybody um, and then I've been going through the list and just sending them personalized emails and then where, where people have, have spoken to me before about things in the past like they've asked questions I can just sort of reply to that email um, which you know I, I think it, that probably gets around the spam filter a little bit more um, and and also feels a bit more personalized
0: well, yeah, it's definitely personal. Oh, look, it's actually Adam replying to me <laughs> rather than a spam email that goes out to everyone who used to be customers. I think that's great. And there is a little bit of work that it takes time, but an individual message really cuts through. And if you've got a customer that's bought from you before, like in most instances, they're far more likely to buy from you again than it is. You've heard all of the studies, I'm sure, about it costs £10 to find a new customer. In time energy effort and spend on advertising but it costs one pound to keep an existing customer so in terms of you spending I don't know three minutes two minutes sending an email personally to that person saying how's it going are you still doing it Um, that's a very inexpensive thing whereas setting up a Facebook ad (laughs) spending money on getting Mm -hmm. new customers that's a lot of energy and effort so I think this is a very valuable use of time in these things. Uh, have you had many connections back? How's it been going?
1: Yeah, so it, what, what's nice about it is that it, it's uh, it, it's one of those things now that it just, it, whenever I go, oh, I'm not sure what to do with my next 10 minutes, I'll just sit down and I've got the list open and I'll just go through the list. Um, and I yeah, I'm, I'm making notes of, of people who reply to me and when I've sent the, the last email and that sort of thing. Um, and it's, it's, it's been a really pleasant process because, <laughs> because people do get back and say, uh, oh, you know, it was the, the gift was well-received by somebody or I really enjoyed doing that. Um, people are saying, I've, you know, I'll be back in future, that kind of thing at the moment because I've just really done it um, once for this month. No, there haven't been any sales from, from that. Um, but this is probably something that, you know, that you expect to get results after a little bit. Of uh, of getting in touch with people.
0: Well, and just alone for the value to the confidence. Like people haven't left because they don't like you. Uh, they've <laughs> left because they move on. People enjoy the gifts. They do other things, and they might well come back in the future. Cool. Okay, so the mailing list work is going well. It's starting to engage. That will start to bring results as we go. But this is, as I think I've said many times, business is a journey. It's not a one and done. It's not an overnight process. It's something we keep plugging away with over the over the years. Adam, over the years, <laughs> and we just keep going. Cool. So is there anything else on the mailing list?
1: Um That seems just to be kind t- of ticking over now. So I've um, I've got four different kind of sections of the mailing list that I'm going to email once a month, um, and I know when I'm doing that. Uh, so, I'm kind of two weeks into doing that now. So, there's not a lot to report on it. But um, yeah, it's a process that, that I've been that, that's now set up. And really so, we just
0: really started the mini experiment on the mailing list. It's just two weeks in. So, we're only just getting going. So, we need to leave it a few more weeks before we start to see are there results? Are there things coming in? Perfect.
1: Uh, yeah, so that, that's that one. Um, the, the other kind of two projects that would be good to talk about are. Um, this is, it seems like a huge project It's sort of PR influences going out into the world, um, link building. There's a bit of that in there as well to increase the SEO, the Google ranking. Um, so there's, there's lots of thoughts about, about that one. And then also, uh, I, I wanted to talk to you about seasonality of, the, 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 of the business that I'm in that, you know, everything's, um, kind of geared towards Christmas and Um, and not so much over the summer uh, and kind of what to do with that (laughs) as well. There's, yeah, there's a few things in there.
0: (laughs) So let's like the link building, the PR stuff, let's come back to that. Let's deal with the seasonality piece because I read one of your comments in the email and I love your email that you wrote to me before with here's the things I want to discuss. Like, I love it when people come to me with lists, Adam. It's amazing. (laughs) It makes my life so much easier. Uh, So yeah, you said, you keep worrying that last year's success was only due to COVID. And if so, is it time to pivot? Well, there's a big question. Tell me what's behind that. What's the thinking?
1: Um, yeah, so I, I, I'd i been doing workshops for a fair bit before COVID. Um, but feeling like, I, apart from refining the product and learning a lot, I, I wasn't making a lot of sales. Um, and I, I coincidentally changed to um, going online only in, in February. So it was online and you get the box in the post rather than doing, doing workshops. So I changed that in February and actually um, almost immediately started getting a better response than, um, than, than I had before, even though um, it was nothing like a few months later. Um, when everyone was was locked down and needed something to do with their lives sort of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> um so i feel like that pivot was was the right thing um in comparison although i did change just even though it was still crafts i changed a lot about the product really Yes. um then so yeah what what i'm trying to work out is what what should i expect for this year and next year and You know, I was quite happy with the sales from last year, but it's not to a point where I can do this full time. Um, so, you know, in my, in my head, uh, I'm I'm trying to work out what I'm aiming for this year. And, and am I kidding myself to think that I can replicate the the sales from last year in a year where it's just not going to be as, as trendy because, you know, people will be drinking beer on the beach instead. Um, <laughs> um, I'm I'm really trying to tell everybody that you can uh, craft outside in the sunshine. That is okay, uh, but it's you know, um, yeah. It's, it just feels like it's going to be quite a different year this year, and I've got no data for like a normal year.
0: Uh, well, I think thought one is it is now May 2021. And the UK is just releasing the lockdown laws. It is just starting to have people meet. Like, people are going to flood outside because they have been trapped inside for so long. And even in a normal year, in England we're going, it's rainy and cold and wet. As soon as the sun comes out, what does everyone do in England in a normal year, Adam?
1: (laughs) Sits on the beach drinking beer.
0: Or goes to the park and like <laughs> takes their top off and lies down and yes. suns themselves. Like Everyone goes outside immediately because there's no sun. Um, like They just need to get out. So even in a normal year, I think this is to be expected. And there will always be this rush of spring, summer, get me outside, which will change, as it always does. And then September will come round and it'll start to rain. October will come round and it'll start to be grey and start to get cold and then people will be inside and then by November it's dark when you leave for work and it's dark (laughs) for when you come home from work and there's no desire to be outside you've got a seasonal business in crafting given the UK's weather climate and what's happening and I think you're just sensing at the moment like oh sales are a bit down and should I pivot and like there's some feelings going on about this. You've just got to accept people are flooding outside currently. They don't want to be inside. They want to be out in the pub garden. They've not been able to for months and months and months and months. And we just don't know what's going to happen this Christmas. I would say like, it's difficult to make predictions, but the vaccine seems to be working. Things seem to be happening and In my opinion, life will start, not to return to normal because it will never quite go back the same way, but it will start to return to some semblance of normal. And if people have a summer of going out, having fun, doing things, by the time you get to winter again, they'll want to be crafting just because they'll be trapped inside by our weather, Adam. That's going (laughs) to happen. And just because those sales happened whilst lockdown was on, doesn't mean they won't happen again this year in a different way. And we've got a whole customer base to build on this year. We've got a whole list of people to build on. We're a mile ahead of where we were last year. And I think your business is going to be seasonal. Like it just, it is. In England, people want to be outside in the summer. And I agree, persuade them they can craft outside. I agree, work on the business. I also think there is an element of going with the natural rhythms of the world around you. And the natural rhythms of the world around you are people do more indoor activities. People do more indoor activities during the winter. That's just normal and natural. And we need to relax. We need to accept it. We even need to set up for it and start really working towards it. And set us up ready for that period. And there's going to be a bunch of fall birthdays, autumn birthdays, that we can sell to so with subscription boxes and people starting to do more. And then it's going to go crazy at Christmas. And I think you're in a world that does that. And we just need to accept it and it's going to be okay. I think <laughs> if we're two to three seasons into this and you're going, okay, we had the lockdown Christmas that was incredible. The next Christmas built on it. But it's still not enough to be a full-time business. Then we need to start to think about it. But I think it's too early to know that. It's too early to know that. And you're saying, should I pivot? Should I... It... Was I successful just due to COVID? Like, No, you were successful because you did a good job. Uh, and craft boxes aren't going away and things won't change. People still like to do stuff. And I think for all of us, we I had this discussion. Season two of the the podcast, the uh, Rebel Entrepreneur Coaching Series, with 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 Jamie Dillon, the artist. She had her Kickstarter come online. Uh, she was incredibly successful with her Kickstarter. She was two hundred and thirty two percent funded, with one hundred and seventy two people uh, like backing her Kickstarter for her brand new comic book. Wow. And do you know what she said afterwards, Adam?
1: <laughs> what was that?
0: It's just because my friends and family backed me. I'll never be able to do this again. Right. <laughs> and what have you just said? Uh, it's just because COVID hit. I'll never be able to live up to that year's success again. It's mm. like, let's, let's not doubt ourselves. Let's <laughs> go for this and see what happens. And we all have wobbles in confidence. I have wobbles in confidence. And I don't need someone... It's normally my wife, Katie, to go, no, you've got this. You can do this. Let's keep going. And like, why would we pivot and throw the baby out with the bathwater when you were incredibly successful last Christmas? We were wildly successful. Mm. And like, that was your first big Christmas. Like, <laughs> Why would we not think it's going to build?
1: Yes. Okay. All right. Thank Thank you for that. I think I needed to hear that.
0: It's a rallying call. It's a pep talk. It's a, we can do this, Adam. We can go for it. We've got this. And I think doubt creeps in and it always will. And that's okay. But we need to go positively forwards. And like, I have it. Like it's just the time of year. I look outside and it's sunny and I go, why would people be inside crafting? (laughs) They'd be outside cycling and rollerblading and running along the paths and frolicking in the fields and who knows what people do in the sunshine, (laughs) but they'll be out there doing stuff uh, and crafting will come back when it's cold and it's wet and it's miserable outside and they want to be in the warm with a fireplace, crafting and having fun and sharing drinks with their family. Like, sounds wonderful that will come back and it will happen again
1: yes i think and and you know history kind of bears that out if you if you look at the trends um over time it it just and you know having spoken to to people in the similar area they just go april everybody disappears september people have the but you know september's a, a really busy time for birthdays so you know gifts come back and then it's the autumn Um, so I think though, what I, you know, this, this is going to be a kind of a a question. Do do I need to do what, what do I need to do with that? Is, is that, um, move away from the, the more kind of day-to-day sales now a bit, and then focus on doing the the longer term stuff. That's going to set me up for a good Christmas. Is it, you know, do I, do I sort of trade off all the, you know, um, the the messaging where I'm saying, do you want to buy stuff today um, and invest my time more into getting further up the, the Google rankings in time for Christmas or trying to um, spend time on working out my Christmas product range or something like that.
0: So I think it's absolutely worth accepting the seasons and the trends and figuring out what we're going to do. I do think the work you're doing now on the Facebook adverts and the different things is actually setting you up for that period because if we get this Facebook advert process down, when it comes to September Christmas time, we'll know how to scale the ad. We'll have it working. It's performing. The sales, we can accelerate and go through the roof. And yes, we need to do the work over the summer, to set it up and I think this of the seasons of planting crops and right yeah. now we're in probably the winter period like it's actually the summer but for you it's your business it's the winter <laughs> um, and what I mean by that is the summer everyone's gone outside and they've forgotten you exist so for you it's the winter nothing's growing nothing's like happening and we just need to set ourselves up and do the work we'll maintain the tractor we'll improve the kit, we'll get the website looking good, we'll maintain everything, we'll get it all looking beautiful for the spring, which the spring for you is going to be coming into like late August, September we're planting the seeds, we're doing the advertising, we're doing the link building, we're doing all of the influencer work, we're doing all of that stuff to get the seeds out there And then it'll start to grow. September starts to grow. It starts to go crazy. And then harvest time is going to be November, December, uh, January. And you're going to have a bounty because we've set it up. Uh, And then afterwards, we're going to go through the same process the next (laughs) year. And this is just the natural order. It's just the way the business works. It's just the rhythm. And we need to take our time now to plant the seeds that will grow into that harvest in the fall the autumn.
1: Excellent it sounds good. I think I think it's important to to recognize that and to, um, to, to have the, that right mindset so so everything's kind of geared up and, and ready to go um yeah so let's let's do that <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Easy so based as that. on <laughs> easy as that.
0: Well, I think p- half of it's the mindset because why would you put all this effort into planting the seeds, reaching out for the influencers, practicing on the Facebook ads if we're not making any sales right now? And well, the answer is because it's setting you up for the future. You're planting the seeds. You just need to have faith. And here's the bit: if if we planted a seed right now, Adam, let's say we got a small pot filled with soil and we planted a seed in there and then nothing happened for a week. And we're going, nothing's happened for a week. And then two weeks later, nothing's happened. Nothing's popped up. So then we like dig into it and look to go, is the seed still there? (laughs) Is it happening? And we've killed the thing. (laughs) Whereas actually we need to plant the seeds, know we're doing the right work and have faith that they will sprout. They will grow. And they will come through when we get there. It's challenging, though, because basically I'm asking you to do a bunch of work over the summer or the winter. Like I've got too many analogies (laughs) going on in my head, but you know what I mean. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, you're with me. Excellent. As long as someone is, if you're listening to this, please say you're with me as well. Uh, I'm asking you to do a bunch of work without seeing the results come quickly. And that's what you have to do sometimes. The results come later. There is a lag between the effort and the results. And in a seasonal business like this, you are setting yourself up for that period. My mum used to own a pub and a large percentage of her sales would come in in October, November, and then really in December. And you had to have faith that you were setting yourself up. And basically every year in April, uh, I would put on the Christmas tunes and I would sit there and write the Christmas menu, design all the graphics. That was my job at the time. I would design the Christmas menus and I had to faith that I was doing all this work that would turn into business in eight months time. And we did it every year and it always did. And that there was the, go. that kept it going. But I think you've got the same thing and we just need to set yourself up and keep doing the work.
1: All right. Here we go. I, on, on, on a really separate tangent again, I, I, <laughs> I hear that there's, a, there's, there's quite an industry in creating those Christmas playlists. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure there is. I love the Christmas playlist. I'm addi- <laughs> addicted to Christmas music at all times of year, Adam. I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so our house is famous for August having Christmas music on Um it just makes me oh wow okay just makes me happy so what are we going to do we're going to run the next facebook advert test at the end of this month to see what happens again uh what else are we committing to do this month to keep us moving
1: um so i've I've got some more that i need to do on the on on the main list but um that's, that's kind of become part of a process now. And then I can report back on what's, uh, what, what kind of results that I get from that. Perfect. Um, we talked about doing influence influencers stuff and PR, and I, and I did a bit of that in the, in the last few weeks. Um, so I've, I've set up a, a regular reminder for, to go and have a look at Twitter and have a look at that hashtag journal request. Mm-hmm. Um, and see if anybody's after any stories. So I've sent an email to someone at The Guardian about um, they wanted a an environmental story. Um, so that was a couple of days ago. I haven't heard anything back from that, but you never know. Um, somebody's got in touch about doing a radio show uh, that I, I contacted on, on Facebook sort of randomly. Um, so just today I've got an email about that. Um, so I need to have a look at that. And then there's somebody who does kind of home decor and arts and crafts on Instagram and has got, a uh, hundred thousand followers, I think. Um, and they have started to paint my beach hut kit on their stories. Um, and they live by the beach. So they're going to kind of decorate it with extra stuff that they find mm-hmm. from the beach. Um, so that, that's pretty cool. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see if anything comes from that.
0: Yeah, how far away are they? Can you drive down and take photos with them and take them an extra package? Uh,
1: I, th- I think they're they're, they're like um, the other side of London, I guess. It's like Norfolk, I think. Um, oh, okay. So it's a it's a fair way. But they're um the their photos on their Instagram are absolutely phenomenal. They're they're probably better than mine,
0: <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> so um,
1: I'm, I'm really pleased. Uh, I'm really pleased that she's picked it up and uh, and she's really happy with
0: it. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And then I think there's a few more bits on the Facebook advert to get ready for the next time, such as the About page, the My Story Mm. page, uh, to get ready for the next Facebook advert bit. Um, Cool. So what I suggest we do is we'll check back in on the Facebook advert in a month's time to see what the results are. And then in the meantime, let's do another session on the influencer marketing and the actually applying the john card advice so we had that episode together so let's do another episode on that and work out how do we actually apply this stuff and turn it into results that are tangible for your business
1: great that sounds
0: good love it excellent adam thank you so much for being part of the rebel entrepreneur coaching series being on the show and helping us this uh, I love your openness and honesty and it really (laughs) helps because people then get to experience the business alongside you and get to go on the journey with you and they can directly apply this to their business. And if you're listening to this, I really would love you to take that final message that we had that business goes in seasons and sometimes you'll be planting seeds and waiting for them to grow and watering and tending them for them to come up later on. And sometimes you'll be in harvest mode and you'll be going, wow, there's so much business coming in and you just need to work out which season you're in. Keep doing the activities, press on and learn as you go and you will get there. Thank you for listening to The Rebel Entrepreneur. Go out there and make it happen. You can have any life you want to. Choose to build something cool choose to take action choose to work to make your dreams become reality stand out be different be yourself be a rebel entrepreneur